Chilling. Truth. And that's what I decided I'm going to murder my mother. I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He kills 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Okay, so today, man, Flat Earth makes me feel stupid. Like reading through it, like they're doing the research and seeing how people, like, their justification that the Earth is flat is just so stupid. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of, there are a lot of holes in that theory. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> quite a few, yeah. I don't know, uh, but the, anyway. The simplest one for me is just being able to look at the moon and realize that it's a fucking sphere. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Neil deGrasse Tyson actually touches on that. About, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so, uh, well, what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about Flat Earth, but I was going to tell everyone who they're listening to really quick because they might not have read what they what they typed into their phone to look oh. us up. So oh, okay. I figured I should tell them. So welcome to The Chilling Truth, everybody. I am Corey, and I'm looking at Johnny over here, and... Today, we're talking about the flat earth theory, so um, we're going to cover what the flat earth theory is, we're going to talk about the Bedford level experiment, uh, we're going to tell you guys how you don't fall off the flat earth, because that's obviously a thing that people would be concerned about, <laughs> we're going to talk about proof of flat earth, the audible quotation marks around proof, and then we're going to talk about actual proof of how the earth is not flat and is a sphere or at the very least like an oval shape like it might not be a perfect sphere but it's like it's an oval ish right. shape but i think we should start the episode off by saying that two percent of people do believe the earth is flat and i know that doesn't sound like a lot of people but when you put it into numbers it comes out to about 6.5 million people believe the earth is flat it's it's an a failure amount. on the school system yeah, that's, a, that's an insane. I don't know if I'd blame the school system. The school's not teaching that the Earth is flat. Would, social media is the problem. Then I don't know. I would blame it on too much free time. Somebody's to blame. I don't know. Someone sat around long enough and was like, "I bet," and then they just ran with it. And the more they talked about it, they got to that other one point nine 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 percent of people. Well, as we'll see. Um... Yeah, it actually, the flat earth dates back pretty good. It dates back pretty far. People thinking the earth is actually flat. Yeah. So the flat earth theory is an idea that the earth is shaped as a plane or disc and not the shape of a globe or sphere that so many of us have been told. Uh, many ancient cultures subs subscribed to a flat earth uh, cosmography, um, which I'm not familiar with that word, including Greece until the classical period. The Bronze Age and Iron Age civilizations of the Near East until the uh, Hellenistic um, period, India until the Gupta period, and China until the 17th century. So, you know, the, uh, the, the idea of spherical Earth appeared in ancient Greek philosophy with uh, Pythagoras in 6th century BC, almost most pre-Socratics, Socratics? I would say Socratics, right? I'd say Socratics, yeah. I'll read that over. The idea of a spherical Earth appeared in ancient Greek uh, philosophy with Pythagoras in 6th century BC. Uh, almost, uh, Although most pre-Socratics in 6th uh, to the 5th century BC retained the flat Earth model. Uh, despite the scientific fact of Earth's spherical shape, 
flat earth conspiracy theories are chock full of modern flat earth societies and the majority of this this hoopla is uh is spread using social media really now um, i can understand like back in like fucking bc sixth century shit thinking the earth is flat There's, well, you have no technology i don't know what they were doing back then well they thought the world was a lot smaller then too yeah, and they didn't have they could they weren't going to space and having pictures of the Earth. I can understand them being ignorant to the fact. But well, now, even before they were taking boats to other continents, they just didn't know that it existed. Like what they saw was was what. <laughs> yeah, what they were was. like, "This is it." Yeah, this bush I'm looking at is the only bush in the whole world. That's it. That's all. That's what I know. They yeah. saw what they they knew what they saw, and that was it. Yeah. But now we have true. so much information. It's crazy to think that. I don't know, man. There's no real reason why people should be think that NASA's lying to us. Why? Why would they? Why would they lie? What's the purpose? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I can't speak for NASA or the government, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't see any gain from making this making this up. But right, no. Don't get me wrong. I don't trust the government either. But I, I feel like they only lie about things that that further their own agenda. Right. Well, now that we know what flat flat Earth is, let's go back to a pretty well-known flat Earth experiment, which is known as the Bedford Level Experiment. Uh, the Bedford Level Experiment is a series of observations carried out along a six-mile length of the Old Bedford River on the Bedford Level of the Cambridgeshire, uh, Cambridgeshire Fens in the UK during the nineteenth and early uh, early twentieth uh, centuries uh, to measure the curvature of the Earth. So, this is so stupid. This yeah. is the dumbest way to try to figure something out. Well, six miles? You can see ten. Six miles. At least six. on a clear day. If there's a <laughs> mountain, you can telescope. see 50 to 100. Anyway, so... But he had a telescope, so you yeah, can see even further than that. Yes. So Samuel Burley uh, Robotham, who conducted the first observation starting in 1838, claimed that he had proven the Earth to be flat. <laughs> Basically, what he had done was stand on the river with a telescope then had his friend get in a boat and sail down the river. With this so plan, yeah, with this plan, he figured since the Earth is round, the boat would slowly disappear over the horizon. When it did not, after six miles, this was indeed proof enough for him to say the Earth is flat. He even went on to publish his findings in a book called Earth, Not a Globe. That Pretty on-the-nose title there. Yeah. That okay. no, doesn't leave much to the imagination. But this experiment, I mean, I guess to play devil's advocate, it somewhat makes a little bit of sense. I'm just, I'm impressed by the uh, more innovative way of thinking. Like, he's trying to figure it out. I just think his his study ended way too soon. Yeah, six miles is I like I like where his head was. He was trying to figure something out. Uh, but he, yeah, he... He, he bungled it. Yeah, he saw a win way before he got a win. So, yeah. and then he even wanted to write a book about it. That's a lot of confidence. Well, and that's you know that was the start of the two percent growth. Well, the International Flat Earth Research Society, other known as IFERS, 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 yeah, better known as the Flat Earth Society, was set up by Samuel Shinton. In 1956, in Dover, UK, as a direct descendant of the Universal Zetetic, Zetetic Society. Uh, this, sure. Yeah. This was just before the uh, Soviet Union launched the first artificial satellite, Sputnik. Um, and he responded uh, by saying, Would sailing around the Isle of Wight prove that it were spherical? 
it is just the same for those satellites. Um, not really. I don't really understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. So his primary aim was to reach children before they were convinced about a spherical Earth. Just, <laughs> yeah. Despite plenty of publicity. Just poison their minds quickly. Well, you know. The space race eroded Shinton's support in Britain, Britain until 1967 when he started to become famous due to the Apollo program. Um, in 1972, Shinton's role was taken over by Charles K. Johnson, a correspondent from California. Uh, he incorporated the uh, IFRS and steadily built it up to about 3,000 members. He spent That's a pretty substantial amount of people. Yeah, he spent years ex uh, examining the studies of flat and round Earth theories and proposed evidence of a conspiracy against flat Earth. Uh, which is known as the idea of a spinning globe is only a conspiracy of error that Moses, Columbus, and FDR all fought. What I don't understand is it says that uh, he he started to become famous due to the Apollo program. But what did the space race further disprove what he's trying to say when we receive the photos? Well, that's why space? what he said uh, did make sense. Yeah. So. I mean... It seems like he would become less famous, or maybe maybe he became famous as a dumb guy because of we were going to space and seeing the Earth, and people were like, yeah, dude, we have pictures of it. Like, what are you talking about? Well, regardless of uh, the level of his intelligence, his article was published in the magazine Science Digest in 1980. <laughs> uh, it goes on to state that if it is a sphere, the surface of a large body of water must be carved, curved, curved. So, like, have a curvature when you're looking out over mm -hmm. it. Which, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, my days on the sea, I feel like, you know, it, there were days where it did look a little domey. Uh, the Johnsons... Yeah, you can see the horizon kind of just like... You yeah. Know, like, little, like it goes, you know, you can kind of see it. Right. Well, the Johnsons have checked the surfaces of Lake Tahoe and the Salton Sea without detecting any curvature. These are not very... I mean, Tahoe is huge, Salton Sea is good size, but it's still not, you know, it's like Salt Lake City. Salt Lake, like, it's a huge lake. Uh, right. Lake Powell. I mean, huge lakes. But you can't... There's no curve in them. They're not that big. They're not big enough for, to, yeah. to see that type of... Well, let's let's break down logically, because flat earthers are not very logical. Even if the earth was flat. Like, say it, they're, they're right. The earth is flat. Why? What is the gain of scientists... Like we said earlier, what do they gain from, quote-unquote, lying to us about it? Why? What would be the purpose? Well... With the rise of the internet, with a while a great and very useful research tool, it has also given individuals, famous or otherwise, a platform to spread pseudo-scientific ideas and build stronger followings uh, from other uh, pseudo-scientific ideas carried out by the morons, really. I mean, it goes back yeah, to I that mean, support system. I mean, it's, you get more than one, one dude with a crazy idea in his head in the same room, and they could slowly start to recruit... Um, depending on how well they are at explaining any, uh, their, their, their opinions. But with YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc., these people can really spread their bullshit like wildfire. And this is the downside of social media because I don't really think you have to they read. Yeah, but I don't think you have to sound that smart. I mean, look at the president. He sounds dumb as fuck all the time. And people, he has like a pretty high percentage of followers still. And he's... I well, mean, yeah, but look at his followers. It's either from a business standpoint, so it makes sense to vote Republican because you're worried about those tax dollars, uh, or of tax you're dollars. from Podunk, fucking Texas, and to you it's a fucking fresh, like a breath of fresh air type deal. Because he says racist things, just like you think. 
Yeah. Not you, but them. Right. No, yeah, but it's, I don't know. It's. I like him because he talks like me. Yeah, he says well. racist things. So, um, the Flat Earth conjecture uh, has flourished uh, in this environment. Social media and the internet, furthermore, have made it easier for like-minded theorists to connect with one another and mutually reinforce their beliefs. Um, in, in other words, dumb people can get together and validify their beliefs because other dumb people can say, I also believe in this dumb thing. So, but you got to think, too, the, the internet did the same thing with Elliot Roger. I mean, the t guys like Elliot Rogers, a bunch of dicks get together, and they talk about how women hate them, and how all women are terrible, and they all agree with each other, and then that really validifies what they're trying to say. It kind of makes it seem like, you know what, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I, maybe women are the problem. But uh, if you want more on that, you can go listen to our Elliot Rogers episode. We did a couple episodes ago. I think like three or four. I don't know. So, members of the Flat Earth Society and other Flat Earthers also claim that NASA and other government agencies conspire to delude the public into believing the Earth is indeed spherical. Why uh, would they? What's the purpose? Why would they lie about it? Of all the things to worry about. So, according yeah, to the exactly. most widely spread version of current Flat Earth theory, uh, NASA is guarding the Antarctic ice wall that surrounds Earth. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that in yeah, a little so, bit. Yeah, so Flat Earthers argue that NASA photoshops its satellite images based on observations that the color of the oceans changes from image to image and that cont continents seem to be in different places. Oh, uh, the publicly per uh, perpetuated image is kept up through a large-scale practice of compartmentalization, according to which only uh, a select member of individuals a number of individuals have knowledge about the truth. Again, why would they lie? It just doesn't make any sense. So if it isn't a globe, it has to be something else. Uh, Mark Sargent, who is a leader in the Flat Earth movement, claims that Earth is basically a giant planetarium, which he claims had uh, to have been built by someone else. A higher power of sorts. Uh, he describes the, the Earth as flat. All the... Continents are, are splayed out across the flat surface. Now the question is, how do we not fall off? Uh, and that will be answered. So in, 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 in Antarctica, I always struggle in Antarctica. There's too many Antarctica. It's spread out. Antarctica. Around, yeah. I always put like a two anans in there. So in, in, in Antarctica. <laughs> well, Antarctica is spread out around the Earth, uh, creating a wall of ice that is guarded by NASA employees with guns. Uh, so it's <laughs> not it's not an over? island like we we think it is. It's basically a no. stretched out piece of land that goes around the edge of this disc uh, with ice armed ice. armed NASA employees. Yeah, it's just scientists up there with fucking AK forty sevens guarding the wall. Yeah, you think you think the space force is going to take that over? Like that just seems like a space force responsibility. It does you know? seem like a space force task. We haven't heard much about space force. No. Oh. Like old Donnie's got his hands a little full right now. His tiny hands are pretty full with uh, tax evasion well, accusations and such. It doesn't take long to fill those tiny hands. It does not take long to fill those tiny hands or that uh, tiny brain. Of yes. Smooth brain. <laughs> so you must be wondering, what about the sun, the moon, the stars? Uh, Sergeant claims the sun and the moon are very small and the stars are just lights in the sky. Like, like It makes no sense. That That is kind of what, that's what we see them as, but that's not what they are, but... Yeah, well, oh, I digress. I, I'd like to see the extension cord that's running this shit. Like, <laughs> just, they're just like 
they're what's it called? They're fairy lights. What are they called? The yeah, little lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like little wire. Called fairy lights. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You just wrap them around trees and shit. Maybe the higher power is really, uh, really into aesthetic stuff. Right. And so they put those up there. To further prove his theory, Sargent goes on to say, despite the hundreds of years of research, photos from space, astronauts' accounts of the Earth being round, it is all a lie. He claims that NASA was created to keep this secret under wraps. <laughs> uh, when asked why he says there would be uh, global outrage and destabilization if this secret got out. So there would be just chaotic mayhem. Uh, and I mean, it would definitely overlap religion. I mean, it just kind of would change the way people see, uh, you know, the universe and who created But if he doesn't want global chaos, he's actively trying to expose it to create. Is he the Joker? Why does he want global chaos? I don't know. Maybe he's the Riddler because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it really does not. So let's move on from Mike Sargent to someone who actually makes sense. Uh, Mike Bullock is a professor of physics and astronomy at the University of California. He specializes in how universes are created. He also says he never expected to be having this type of discussion with National Geographic. He says, (laughs) we've known for 2,000 years based on visual and physical evidence that the Earth is round. Uh, It is ridiculous to think that scientists are all grouped together and are participating in this giant conspiracy to mislead the population. (laughs) Exactly. It's like the people who think COVID is fake. Think that the rest of the world agreed to say COVID was fake to make Trump look bad. He does that all on his own. He has no problem with looking bad. He doesn't need other countries to agree that COVID is real for him to look bad. Right. Well, now let's look at all the logical reasons Earth is not flat. Okay. Um, As we mentioned before, Neil deGrasse Tyson... Famous uh, astrophysicist says flat Earth and pretty funny guy actually. His his TikToks are pretty funny. I haven't seen them, but I think I've heard the same thing from other people. He's actually he talks about aliens uh, at some point and says they've already visited us and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Well, he says flat Earthers believe the Earth is flat, but still believe the Moon is round, the Sun is round, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, uh, all of these planets are round, but think Earth uh, is the anomaly. Like it, it doesn't. Which it, makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Why would? So why would we be the only round one? Or the only flat one, sorry. Well, Aristotle, who made quite a lot of observations about the spherical nature of the Earth, noticed that during lunar eclipses, when the Earth's orbit places it directly between the sun and the moon, creating a shadow in the process, the shadow on the moon's surface is round. This shadow is the planets, and it's a great clue about the spherical shape of the Earth. So Exactly. Uh, so, since the Earth is rotating, the con- uh, consistent oval shadow it produces in each and every lunar eclipse proves that the Earth is not only round, but spherical, absolutely. Utterly, beyond a shadow of a doubt, not flat. How could, you couldn't even, I don't, you, you wouldn't even be able to have eclipses if the Earth was flat, right? Um, no, no, you, well, no, you wouldn't, unless yeah. the sun was under us, and the moon was above us, and that's when... Uh, our round disc-like world uh, would still create a shadow on the moon, but it, it right. but it wouldn't be spherical. I don't. I mean, the moon. I guess uh, they're saying that it would still look spherical because the moon is round still, so mm-hmm. you could see the bulbous or gibbous style, like you know, shadow on the moon. I don't right. know. Well, I mean, this is also assuming that the you know the moon is not hollow. Well. Uh, we're listening to these things as proof the Earth is not flat. Uh, we're, sorry, uh, listening. Um, <laughs> we're listening to these things. Yeah. 
We're listing these things as proof the Earth is not flat, and this all comes from popular science. Um, another thing is to look at it as uh, if you've been next to a port or just strolled down a beach and stared off vacantly into the horizon, you might have noticed a very interesting phenomenon. Approaching ships uh, do not just appear out of the horizon uh, like they should have if the world was flat, but rather seem to emerge from beneath the sea. So... Uh, I don't know how many people who listen to this have seen that view, but it's true. The ship seems to appear like it's coming out of the ocean because... Yeah, it kind of comes up like It's coming like up that. over the horizon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Aristotle... I did like that, like if the listeners can fucking see what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I guess it's just for you. Yeah, you saw it. You get it. So Aristotle noticed that some constellations weren't visible from every point uh, he was at on Earth. Which, how many places could he have possibly been? Anyway, he declared <laughs> right, the Earth was round. Well, he, he, he basically claimed Earth was round, judging from the different constellations one sees while moving away from the equator. Uh, after returning from a trip to Egypt, Aristotle noted there are stars in, uh, that are seen in Egypt and Cyprus which are not seen in the northern regions. Uh, this phenomenon can only be explained if humans were viewing the stars from around surface. Aristotle continued, claiming that the sphere of the Earth is of no great size, for otherwise the effect of so slight a change uh, of place would not be quickly apparent. So, I, you know, made the drive from Arizona to Texas, you know, Texas, Cal or te Texas to California. I mean, you're basically, of course, as we're rotating... Um, they don't change drastically, and right. going with the 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 change of constellations between northern and southern hemisphere, uh, I've probably mentioned before, but southern hemisphere, like around Australia, you can see the the Southern Cross. It's this giant like constellation, looks like a cross in the sky. It's pretty sweet looking, um, and it's very distinguishable. You can tell what it is, uh, but you can only see it in the southern hemisphere. You can't see it from up here. Yeah, exactly. Because the Earth is round. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, the further you go from the equator, the further the, uh, the known constellations go towards the horizon to be replaced by different stars. Uh, this would not have happened if the world was flat. So. Right, because if the world was flat and you looked up, you'd be able to see everything that everybody else can see at the yes. same time. Well, probably like at a different time, because if we're spinning on in a, in a disc, say you have the stars right here, like everybody can see me, and you've got a, like a disc spinning. Yeah. If I'm over here, eventually I'm going to spin around and I'm going to see the constellations on the side. Right. So, but that's... Well, I think you'd be able to see all of it. If you are, if, regardless, you could Eventually, look like, but not at the same time. You'd be able to see yeah. everything. Like, so let's say it gets dark at 7 p.m. I'm looking up at the stars, and then... By 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I've rotated to the other side, and now I'm looking at all those constellations. So do flat earthers believe that the disk is spinning, or is it just a still... I don't, th I don't know what they believe. They believe a lot of dumb stuff. They probably don't even think the Earth spins. So, let's say, what it, it, which is ridiculous. Okay, that's just how nebulas and everything operate. Everything spins. Don't bring your science into uh, this. Well, that's irrelevant. I don't know. It's not important. It's, it's logical. A, don't, don't, We're on the logical no, no, no. portion and, of this show. So. Irrelevant. Irrelevant details that don't really matter. Well, 
So we can also see further from a higher point. Standing on a flat plateau, you look around, uh, look ahead forward the, uh, toward the horizon. Uh, the strain, uh, you strain your eyes. And I'm fucking that up, dude. You're having a hard time. You want me to take uh, over? No. Uh, we can also see further from a higher point. Standing on a flat plateau, you look ahead toward the horizon. You strain your eyes, then take out your binoculars and stare through them as far as your eyes can see. So, I mean, it, it, like I said, if, if you're on a mountain or if you're even on like in a valley, if there are mountains out towards the horizon, you're going to be able to see them more, but Mm -hmm. it just changes, you know, the distance that you can see. So the higher you climb, the further you will see. Usually we tend to relate this to earthly obstacles, like the fact that we have houses or other trees constructing our vision on the ground Uh, and climbing upwards. We have a clear view, but that's not the true reason. Even if you stood on a completely clear plateau with no obstacles between you and the horizon, you would see much further from the greater height than you would on the ground. Uh, This phenomenon is caused by the curvature of the earth as well and would not happen if the earth was flat. Again, look, I put some pictures in here. Oh, I like your visuals. Yeah, those are great. Thank you. I didn't draw those. Yeah, earth is uh... flat. You can see the tree far away. Earth is round. You cannot see that tree far away. It's below no, you cannot. you got to be higher up to be able to see that tree. Um, so here's an interesting one. Uh, the, next, uh, the next one is pretty simple. Uh, fucking airplanes, okay? Planes! Airplanes, they fly in the sky, around the world, around. Planes can travel in a relatively straight line for a very long time and not fall off any edges. They can exactly. also circle the Earth without stopping. Uh, if you look out the window on a transatlantic flight... You can, most of the time, see the curvature of the Earth on the horizon. Yeah, because if you were to fly in a, you couldn't, if you were to fly a plane, you would just, you would see the ice wall eventually. Yes. Flat Earther logic. Well, pilots don't let us get close enough to see those. Right, no, they'd shoot the plane down. Maybe maybe there's a program on the plane, and they, maybe we all fall asleep without knowing it during that time, Mm -hmm. or... They, there's like a switch they hit, and we see something different. Ooh, hey man, anything's possible in flat Earth world. I think so. Well, the time zones, to go even further, also offer proof that the Earth is round. It is daytime here in America, but in China it is nighttime. How else could be uh, could that be possible if the Earth wasn't round? Um, otherwise, the sun would act as a spotlight above us, and everyone would be in the daytime at the same time. Uh, even if the sun was on the underside of the Earth, uh, if the planetarium theory of flat Earth, all of the world would be dark at the same time. Right? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because it just... I don't know. Man. It's its strange how there's so much more evidence that the Earth is a sphere rather than the Earth is flat. It almost makes me think that you and I are onto something. That the Earth is actually round. I would say it's round. I would say my final opinion would be the Earth is definitely round. Yes. Final opinion. Yeah. Final thought, as Jerry Springer would call it. Remember his final <laughs> thought that he would do at the end of his episodes? I don't remember that. I didn't watch a lot of Jerry Springer growing up. Bro. Fucking 90s were riddled with Jerry Springer fights. So Trash TV. Yeah, he would do his uh, his whole episode of you know little people fighting little people, hookers and whatever. Love triangles. Mm -hmm. But then the last 10 minutes of his segment was Jerry's final thought. And he would sit with this like 90s style 
backdrop and he would look directly in the camera and talk about how we can all be better people. It was very strange. As he's making money off of horrible people. Yeah, I think his 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 uh, catchphrase was uh, "Be safe and take care of each other," or something like that. Very it was nice. weird. Very After watching thirty minutes of, or uh, might have been an hour, I can't remember, but yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it's very strange that he would be like, you know what, we all need to be good people, but if you're a terrible person, let me know, and I'll bring you on my show so I can make money off of your failures. Well, I don't know if the very beginning of the show was real, but it eventually became staged, for sure. Yeah, of course it did. Uh, my sister went to school with a guy who took he took a vacation up to Chicago, where the show was filmed, and... Mm. Uh, guess while he was there, he had an opportunity to be on the show. Uh, and when I say on the show, uh, he was, he got to act like he was in a love triangle with like two or three different women. And like one of them was a hooker with his baby or something. Like it was a really, uh, weird deal, but he got to be the guy like on stage that the women are fighting over and like, so they're actors. Yes, absolutely. But regular people, they don't pay them that much. I'm sure. I'm sure they're not compensated very well. No. But yeah, it's definitely staged. But I do want to take a moment, if you guys are listening through all this Jerry Springer nonsense we're talking about. Uh, last episode, we did have a couple of technical difficulties, and that was not Johnny's fault. That was my fault with editing. Uh, I rushed through the editing a bit. So if you hear a long silence in the last episode, that's just I cut out too much and didn't move the track back over. So there's just like gaps in the, in the thing. It happens like three times, I believe. So just ignore that. Sounds three good. times. Great. You'd rather you'd rather yeah. just keep them in there. <laughs> like, yeah, it's done. I mean, I, I didn't know they were in there until I listened to it. I'm on, like after I had already posted it. Damn, Otherwise, I would. I mean, I could go back and fix it now. Well, but you like, could. A bunch of people have already listened to it. So it's like, what's the point now? Oh. People have already gone through it. Anyway, we got some new stickers. I'm gonna put those up on the Instagram and let you guys see them. If you want some, let us know and. uh yeah, I guess that's the end of the episode. We should we can end it right there, huh? Sure. Great. The Earth is not flat. The Earth is round. Make sure you vote on November third. Later. And we'll catch you guys on Flippity Flip. Later.